Hey, everybody. I am joined right now by Matt Cardona, who is making his return to Impact Wrestling. We haven't seen him in a few weeks. Uh, we're going to talk about the injury that took him off of TV, his feud with Brian Myers. Uh, we got a bunch of big things coming up uh, in your own personal career with Impact Wrestling. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I can't wait to, uh, to beat up Brian Myers again. Absolutely. And the last time we saw you was a little over a month ago on TV. Uh, Brian attacked you and you were supposed to be out. Uh, I think it was an estimated 12 weeks, if not a little less, but uh, I'll, I'll say a remarkable recovery on your part. Uh, you, good to see you back with impact. Uh, Slammiversary is a great time to return. They just announced the the subsequent tapings first slam anniversary fans are going to be allowed back uh on july 18th july 19th so you got three big days of tapings how are you feeling about that you know you you are a guy that uh was lifted up by your fans and you know you said when you got to impact that's really who you were there for what's the feeling now that you finally get this chance to really perform in front of those people after not having them there for so long yeah, I think uh, us as wrestlers, we, we kind of got used to wrestling in front of no people uh, because the show must go on, right? But now we're finally going to have people back. Uh, I've had the opportunity to do a couple of independents lately with some people. So uh, I've got a little taste, but when it's live on pay-per-view with the people there, the energy is going to be through the roof, uh, and I'm excited to be there. Uh, I've been begging Scott some more for a match with Brian Myers because I want to be on that show, and you know I'm always ready. So I got some some brand-new ring gear ready to go. This that's actually leads me into my next question. The last time we talked, you said that uh, you had special ring gear that you were saving for a big moment. Is that coming out or is this like brand new, brand new ring gear? Oh, this is this is brand new, brand new. I, I do have some gear that I'm waiting to use, but uh, I'll say this: the, the gear that I have for Slammiversary is, is way cooler and more toyetic than the gear I've been saving. So. It's uh, it's definitely not a step down. It's a step up. Okay. I, I'm sure people will love to hear that. Uh, I appreciated the, what you wore the the last time out. Uh, I got some LOD and Nasty Boys vibes from it. Um, any any other hints you want to give besides Toyetic? Does it call from the past or you just want to wait and let, let people see it when it happens? Yeah, I mean, like for that particular gear, uh, you know, I work with this designer, TTD Wrestling. He designs a lot of stuff for the major wrestling for podcast. He designs my gear. I said, bro, just have fun. Make something toyetic. And that's what came out. Uh, you know, listen, was there some splatter paint? Sure. Was it like to pay tribute to the Nasty Boys? Absolutely not. Nothing against the Nasty Boys. But it, it wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to show some respect for the Nasties. You know, it wasn't like that at yeah. all. Uh, but this gear has a, a pretty... Uh, I think if I if I if I gave a hint, it would spoil it. But um, again, it's not it's not paying homage to any particular wrestler. There's definitely some things. Obviously, wrestlers. There's only so much gear you can wear, so some things might look familiar. But uh, it's definitely really cool. And if it was an action figure, it would be very toyetic. Who knows? I mean, you just got your own uh, heels and faces action figure. They just uh, started taking pre-orders for Zombie Sailor, so maybe that's your next one in the, in the next wave. Like, who knows? It's very possible. Uh, 
your your feud with Brian Myers kind of it it seemed natural, but at the same time when it started, I know you guys said you didn't want to team with each other. Obviously, you're not going that way, but what's been like the reception so far, like from your point of view? Because it, it feels very organic and you know, on impact TV, you're one and one, like what's, what's been the biggest takeaway for you so far? And, you know, how do you make it continue and keep it, you know, feeling fresh? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, the wrestling fans in 2021, they're, they're a lot smarter, you know, they, 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 they can't be fooled. They, they want the authenticity. So, you know, they see us every week doing the major wrestling for your podcast. And then they see us, Fighting on impact, there might be some confusion, but the, the fact is this. The fact is once that red light goes on, Brian turns into a different guy. He turns into bad mood Brian. And if you've had a brother, you know, or, or a best friend, you know you fight. You know, you can love each other, but you also have that fight. And that's what this is between Brian and I. You know, we grew up, uh, you know, breaking into the business together at 18 years old, and we've been best friends ever since. And listen, there's been a lot of fighting, things that people don't know about, and obviously the stuff you've seen on your Impact TV screen. So um, I didn't come to Impact to fight him. I didn't come to Impact to team with him. And I'm hoping that we can settle it at uh, Slammiversary. Uh, as I said, you're, you're one and one. Uh, people would say that this will be the rubber match. How, you know, how, how does this continue or how does this end? Because you guys fought each other and you had a few more matches after uh, you were in the, the Under Siege uh the number one contender six way. So you, you've had some work in between there. How do you revisit this? And is this an ending? Is that how you're looking at it? Slammiversary, you want to put this thing to bed? Listen, I, I'm sure this isn't truly the end because I'll tell you this. If, uh, you know, I came to impact for one reason and that's to be the impact champion. And I bet if I become that champion, the first person hunt me down is Brian Myers and vice versa. If he gets that title, the first person hunting him down is me. I want to back up a little bit to something that you did just talk about knowing, you know, the educated fans and knowing that you guys still have this brand together and it's something similar. Uh, I, I just talked to EC3 not too long ago, actually about uh, free the narrative, you, your, your fight with him. And he said something interesting about how the narrative can be alternate content so it doesn't rock the boat with the main shows, so to speak. So do you feel like people need to focus on that idea more? Just enjoy the story instead of constantly pointing out like, yeah, we know they're best friends in real life. Yeah. We know they have the podcast, like impact wrestling. What happens there can be its own thing in its own bubble. Like, do you, do you feel like people should just kind of sit back and enjoy the story more instead of worrying about whether it's real or a shoot or whatnot? I mean, I, I can see that side of it, but if you're a major wrestling figure podcast fan and you're a fan of Brian or myself, you're loving what's going on at Impact because we're 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 making you choose, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're like uh, you you get to choose which one do you want to root for? Do you want to choose for Brian? Do you want to choose? Do you want to root for, for for Matt? So our fans are loving it. So if there's anyone out there who's like, oh my god, they're they're, they're friends on the podcast, they're friends on TV, like. They're, they're just not having fun because I'll tell you this, the people who are our fans are having the time of their lives. And so are we. Yeah. It, it, I, I will say I'm taking that approach to it. Like I'm kind of impact is what it is. Like you, you guys have to be loving it. Um, as I mentioned 
earlier, you know, you're a guy that was lifted up by your fans and you get to impact and that's who you're there for. So it it really is for them. Uh, But Slammiversary, you know, it's also the world's changing again. That's the tagline. That's what it was last year. And it's continuing. There's it's a good thing for impact and it's unfortunate why it happened because of the other releases, but you know, there, there's an excitement about the brand. Like, do you look at it in terms of that? Like, you know, Slammiversary being like, you know, a chance to prove yourself against not only who's there, but maybe who comes in in the future, because these, you know, some of these names you have worked with. Yeah. I mean, you hear people all the time talk about the attitude era and how, it was the glory days of wrestling. And part of that is because you didn't know who was going to show up on what show. And I feel like we are, we are living in that time period again, except now there's more shows. There's wrestling on TV every night of the week and people can show up anywhere. And, and that's the, the coolest part about being a fan is you don't know who's going to show up where, but it's also the coolest part about being a wrestler. Uh, specifically me, I can show up anywhere and I know that it's anniversary, anybody can show up. So I say I'm always ready. I got to be always ready for any competitor who, who comes my way. Talk about showing up anywhere you want. You've done a remarkable job of that. Uh, you pretty much are, I'll, I'll say, the talk of the, the wrestling industry lately. And you have a huge month coming up. You have anniversary. You have a match with Nick Gage. Like who thought that was going to happen last year? Some of the other places we've seen you, I know you did an appearance for AML, uh, Warrior Wrestling. Now that it's actually happening and, you know, you're living in the moment, like, is it what you expected it would be? Because you you kind of get to pick and choose where you are. I know, like, Impact is, you know, where where people can, I guess, see you the most. What do you think the biggest takeaway is for you for, you know, being able to bounce through all these places and really build your brand and help all of these individual promotions? So when, when I got released last year, uh, you know, I was so excited to wrestle all these new people. I said it was like Christmas morning and I saw all these these uh, unwrapped or, or these, these wrapped up gifts and I wanted to unwrap them and wrestle these guys. But we were in the middle of this global pandemic. There was really nowhere to go. You know, there was nothing to really do. But so now I feel like I'm finally doing it by every week and I'm wrestling someone different. I got I got impact. You know, like you said, I got Nick Gage and GCW. I'm doing random indies. Uh, I get the major wrestling favorite podcast stuff. Now we have our own wrestling promotion, the FWF. There's so much stuff. I'm super busy and like, it's, it's the best. It's the best, you know, having this creative freedom and to, to show up anywhere and just listen, it's cool to create buzz. Yeah. But what I'm trying to create is like a life for myself and, and have fun and, and do what I've always wanted to do. And it, 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 this summer has been so far amazing and we're we're just getting into july you know we got two more months baby. we got slammiversary live on pay-per-view we got you know the gcw homecoming we got so much stuff we have the impact tapings with people again so like that's like what's 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 better than having a pay-per-view match with people like after we haven't had that for so long like i can't think of anything better yeah it's it's good to see that people are finally coming back it's good to see that a lot of people are being uh are, are, are talking about pro wrestling in a positive light. There was a lot of uncertainty for so long in the past year plus, but now it seems like there's that positive momentum. And is there like not looking past 
you know, Brian, I know that's unfinished business and you're always kind of going to, as you alluded to, like you're, you're always going to kind of have to look over your shoulder for him, but is there anybody else that now that you're back in Im- impact for the time being that, you know, you really want to work with? I, I want to work with, I want to wrestle whoever has that damn title. So whether it's Kenny Omega, whether it's Sammy Callahan, Moose, it, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm not in impact to have like cool work rate matches and sell t-shirts. That's great, right? That's fun. But I'm an impact to become a world champion. So whoever has that title, that's who I want. Well, aside from the title, is there anybody that you feel like could help elevate you? If I, if I can put it that way, because you, you have the personal relationship with Brian, you have the championship aspirations with Kenny or Moose or whoever it is. Is there anybody that f- you feel like can elevate you? Like in, in a similar way, you look at, you know, you're not a deathmatch wrestler. You, you have said that it's not for you, but you're not afraid to take chances. Is there somebody that you know you think you could take a chance with and elevate yourself become a well a more well-rounded performer on the that's on the impact roster right now the 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 roster is stacked it's stacked with guys who are looking for their first opportunity it's stacked with guys who want another opportunity and stacked with a hungry hungry roster so even my first match there with ace austin uh just being in the ring with him and you know he's so quick and so strong and you know, he's so like, he's definitely the future of this business. So I would love to wrestle him again. Uh, guys like Eddie Edwards, who I've teamed with, and he's been like the heart and soul, uh, of impact for so many years. And he's changed his style and he's evolved. I would love to get in there with him. You know, I've seen him do some, some, some hardcore matches. I love to, to do that. You know, I, I, I just want to wrestle everybody because I think if you're not learning, uh, in this business, if you're not evolving, you're just, you're just dying and you're just getting closer and closer to retirement. But I'm only 36, and, uh, you know, I said this before, like, leaving WWE it wasn't the next chapter. It's a, a brand-new book, and, you know, we're only on the first couple pages. It's going to be a long-ass book. I'm going to throw out another name, Josh Alexander. I know you teamed with him, but, you know, he's another guy that I, I think really showed people that he wasn't the wrestler that maybe people wanted to, you know, put him in the in that box like he's really blown people away by the x division work i think you know there's some potential there but as you said it's a new book uh you have a lot going on you've really taken the ball and run with it not to end things with you know that cliche but uh you have so much going on like we could spend a lot more time talking about all the other stuff like you have, you just launched Majorland the, the podcast um what what do you want fans you know to kind of sum it up what do you want fans to look forward to the rest of the summer like we just named a bunch of big matches and you're building your own brand and really trying to get back out in front of the fans like what do you want them to to take away and look forward to the rest of the summer yeah i mean you mentioned like Josh Alexander and like um, you know, TJP, that, that Iron Man match. And man, I was blown up just watching that match. You know, like they, they put on that match with, with no people. That proves how, like, how much heart they have for this business. That they're able to get through 60 minutes of this kick ass match. And anyone who's ever seen it, uh, can tell you it's one of, if not the best Iron Man matches ever. And I, I would love to get in the ring with both those guys. And I try not to, you know, map out too far in the future. I like to live in the moment and live day by day. But I know this summer is going to be big for me. You know, I have 
Slammiversary, pay-per-view, uh, the, the homecoming with Nick Gage. We have a, a live major wrestler podcast in August. But I'm taking it day by day. And, you know, with these impact tapings with people uh, and maybe new people coming into the company, I think anything can happen. And that's the best time to be a fan and the best time to be a wrestler. All right. There you go. Matt Cardoni. You could catch him at Slammiversary, July 17th, GCW Homecoming. Uh, check out the major pod network for all of the live appearances. Uh, Matt, thanks very much for your time today. Thank you. I appreciate it.